0: everyone, and welcome to the Babylon Chronicles, a podcast dedicated to taking a look at the inner workings, discussions, and shenanigans involved in making one of the world's most powerful, beautiful, simple, and open web rendering engines, Babylon.js. My name is Jason Carter, also known as Pirate JC, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, the creator and founder of Babylon, Mr. David Kitui. Hi, David.
1: I'm always, hey, everyone. I'm always impressed how fast you can... Say the opening
0: sequence. like wow. it's, it, it's a lot of words, but when you get used to it, you get used to it. Yeah, and right. we have you a, a
1: very good diction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We have a special, special guest for this episode. A good, good friend and honestly extended family member of the Babylon team, Mr. Josh Elster, also known by the community as the author of the official Babylon JS book called Going the Distance with Babylon J.S.
2: Yes. It is quite <laughs> weird to see your own name on the front of a book. That is. Right? It's, I, thick. I mean, I it's thick. It's thick. I don't want to humble brag here, but. Uh, oh, no, you get the spotlight. It's lie. pretty
0: awesome. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Josh, thanks so much for joining us Thank on you, the Josh, podcast, yes. man. You, We, we met, uh, gosh, two, three years ago now, something like that.
2: Oh, yeah, I can't quite it, remember when. It, I, yeah, I think it was about this. You know, it was about September of, I think, 2019. It had to have been. And oh, oh by the gosh. way, before we get too far, and thank you for having me on this podcast. <laughs> Honestly, no, it's yeah.
0: our pleasure. Oh, totally, of pleasure. Honest. of course. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's right. So, so Josh reached out to connect uh, and said, "Hey, I have interest in writing a book about Babylon JS," and we all became fast friends. And we'll get to the whole story in a minute. But before we do, Josh, maybe you could just walk everybody through real quickly a little bit about. Maybe your background, what what happened Ooh, before you, you got to the book, and who are you, and where did you come from, and what interests you?
2: So who am I? All right, <laughs> let's get to the real meat of that. Um, well, by day I'm actually more of a, a business software developer. My background is in developing more server side, cloud based, and uh, other types of business applications. And doing the 3D programming and the game developing that was really more of a side thing that I was doing because I always really enjoyed that and. Well, we can get into how, uh, how I got into BabylonJS specifically with that, but uh, uh, yeah, over past, I guess, you know 10 or 15 years or so, I've kind of uh, done a lot of different things in a lot of different industries, but still mostly uh, with a business focus. Uh, a few years back, I worked with the uh, Patterns and Practices team in Microsoft to develop a uh, CQRS architecture guide, and then... Um, few years later uh, i was messing around with the windows terminal team and contributing to that project as well so windows a terminal lot of different... all right that's well, a... well, yeah, well, yeah yeah so There are, anytime... lot... are not <laughs> a
0: lot of space truckers in that right yet <laughs> no no not a lot of 3d visualization in the oh, yeah. microsoft terminal command line
2: business oh my gosh <laughs> they do support shaders they do sh- support shaders. They're just—I right. uh, I don't think they—I I think they're the um, HLSL ones, though. So I don't think they're oh, yeah. uh, D- directx ones. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, right? Of course. <laughs> uh, so you know, going from these different industries and different things, uh, there is one sort of constant that I've sort of had—I uh, guess a long time—and that's—I guess as far as I can remember, I want to say one of the first programming books that I can remember reading was a book on how to program games. And I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but it was old enough that it was uh, structured as one of those teach-yourself C and C++ in 21 days type of things. And the thing that blew my mind as a kid at the time I'm reading that, is like, it had sections on assembly language so you could read the capacitor values from a joystick. And I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> what? That, that doesn't... What? That's not fun. <laughs> who, who wants to do that, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I thought it was neat. Are you kidding me? I thought it was cool kind of as hell. <laughs> Man, awesome. I mean, yeah, I I developers.
1: We are yeah. not treating capacitors in memory,
2: right? <laughs> no,
0: no. The world has changed <laughs> I a lot. I'm
2: not going to pretend I understood it, yeah. But I thought it was cool as hell that you could actually like write some magic script down and make machines do your bidding and have yes. them tell you things and make them do things. And that, that to me, has been always one of the most fascinating and things I love about programming and software development in general. So that's, uh, I guess that's a really quick uh, breakdown of I some of that, uh, some of my background is. Uh, currently, I'm working as an engineering manager at a tech startup uh, that uh, does financial insurance for, not financial insurance, uh, trucking insurance. Oh yeah, uh, truck. Commercial truck. trucking industry. Yeah, um, that's why you, there is a truck on your, yeah, excellent. Yeah, it's a weird coincidence that space truckers uh, and uh, my employments kind of happen to coincide because they actually I actually started at my current job around the time about a month or so after I started writing the book and started with space truckers. Interesting. So, I I mean, which one caused the other? Who knows? right? So
0: you you decided to embark on writing a book and take a new job at the same time. (laughs) Good idea. Mark, I question
2: your judgment. Yeah. I, I did not say I was smart. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> and, you know, six months—it'll be fine. I'll be, you know. Yeah, you know, of I'm, course.
1: I, I, I want—if we want to see the size of the book again, right? Like just
0: yeah, so. But this is yeah. not a thin brochure by any means.
2: For <laughs> reference, I think the original plan size of it was gonna be no more than about mm, this much or so. So maybe about half or so. Yeah, we're we're out talking out. about 400 pages, just so, for the sake <laughs> it, of Yeah, it, it did tend to balloon out a little bit. I was. I, I should have anticipated that, but clearly I did not. We did
0: not help, but we're going to talk about that. We
2: didn't, so but, uh, it, but, but, it but it was
0: great. It was very constructive. <laughs> so what was the process, actually, that made you wake up one day and be like, you know what I want to do? I want to write a book. Forget Babylon and a book about for a second. But yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I, just writing a book and then <laughs> a, a, to teach Babylon, fascinating. I'd love to hear that story.
2: So yeah, no problem on that. Uh, it, it, I have to take it back a little bit here. So about, let's see here. This was sometime in I'd say mid 2019 or so. Uh, I was approached by a, a guy from the Pack Publishing who, uh, or the folks oh, yes. who published the book, mm-hmm. and they said, "Hey, you know, we've read your blog, we've read some of the documentation and stuff that you've written, and we'd like to uh, ask you if you've ever thought about writing a book." And I said, "Nope, I have not." Never crossed my mind, not even once. And I said, oh, well, do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't know. I mean, w- what am I going to write about? I-, I wouldn't have the faintest idea. I, I don't know what I'm doing. And I said, oh, don't worry. We'll help you with the, uh, you know, with the what you're doing sort of thing. But as for what you want to write about, well, you know, what do you want to write about? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, there there was, a, there was some back and forth there. And uh, we, we talked about some ideas. Windows Terminal actually was one of those initial ones oh because that was right oh, around right. the time hmm. I had done. Going the
0: distance with Windows Terminal, it would have been a different <laughs> book.
2: Yeah, a much different book, and the, yeah. the book that did end up getting published is probably a much better book for it. <laughs> um, the, the, there is a Windows Terminal book out there. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of it off my head, but it's a quite decent book. Uh, <laughs> but it's not my book, so. Right. And, right. and that right. was what it ended, ended up being. Is that I, you know, I, I even put together an outline for the book and. I just kind of just could not find myself being very enthusiastic about that. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, I knew that it was going to involve working a lot of long hours, you know, after work and things like that. And so I just knew that if I was going to do this, it had to be something that I was passionate about and that I actually cared about that, you know, I mean, not to say I don't care about terminal or anything like that. It's I just can't imagine writing a book about it. It's That's it just wasn't that type of subject for me. Yeah. So I get that. So I so I, I just told him that flat out, and uh, I was saying, you know, I don't think this, that that's going to work. Uh, so then I started thinking, okay, well, why don't I play to my strengths? Uh, you know, I work in business software. I could write something on, I don't know, like cloud-based applications or uh, power platform or something like that. And I thought about that, put together, you know, sort of some outlines, and it just it didn't work for me either. I, I wasn't liking it. it just, I, wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. And so I, I, I was about at sort of like the end, I was about to say, you know, I, I'm, this isn't going to work out. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to waste your time. And the, I, I kind of almost got to that point. And uh, Kowstube was the, is the product manager's name there. And he said to me, he said, well, you know, if you could write about one thing, if there was one sort of area in software development, if you could pick anything, what would, what would that be? And I said, well, I don't think it's a great, you know, in terms of market. Uh, Juistic
0: capacitors. For sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, everyone wants to do that. But, right. I, no, but really, though, Jason, that, 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 that's great, though, because that's literally what I kind of had that in my mind. I was like, you know, I'm just thinking about to those first, first books on uh, software development that I read and just that impact. And Babylon JS was what I thought of. And I said, you know, and, and, uh, and we might have to take a little bit of a uh, tangent walk into how I got into Babylon JS. But let's establish for this point that I'd been uh somewhat familiar with Babylon for about a year, year and a half uh, by that point. And I knew I really loved it, but I didn't really know what I was getting into yet still. <laughs> and uh, so Kelsey went off and he did some research and he came back and he said, you know, um, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, there's not great. The numbers don't look good. Uh, you know, it's as you know, books go, it's a fairly niche market. Uh, not to say that there aren't a lot of people interested in that. It's just more that compared to other topics, there's not a lot of people interested in that. Yeah. And I said, ah, oh, well, that's too bad. And he said, but, but I do have a meeting set up with this, uh, this guy uh, at uh, Microsoft, what's his name? Uh, David, yeah, this David guy. And I said, David, what you, what, what, you mean David Katui? I mean, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Oh, well, when do we do it? I mean, I'll, I'll set aside my schedule, right? I mean, wait, they actually wanna to talk to us, what? <laughs> and I think yeah, you you folks remember that meeting. It was uh, I think uh, the the two of you and uh, Thomas, I believe, right? Yeah, Thomas was there. Yeah. In, in and I made my pitch there. I remember making my pitch to you guys and saying, thinking to myself, there's no way that they are gonna agree to doing a book about to me doing a book about Babylon. I mean, it's just not gonna happen. Like they got better things to do, and like, come on. <laughs> And, well, to your credit, I mean, I, it must have been like early in the morning or really late at night, or I don't know, maybe you were jet lagged, uh, but you seem to be receptive. <laughs> All drunk. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there, Which there's something in the water, maybe. It's there hilarious there, there, there because, was receptivity.
0: <laughs> well, from our perspective, we've got a person who is in the Babylon community who surfaces and says, I want to write a book about this platform. And we're like, well, awesome. Like, <laughs> to, why to would prepare we that say meeting,
1: yes? To prepare that meeting, we were like, okay. The expected outcome is probably, it will not be motivated, but we need to support anything. We want that book. Like literally, we we went into this meeting hoping for the book.
0: Yeah, like it's like- I I thought that's
2: completely fair. I accept that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, to be perfectly frank, a huge part of what motivates us is the community, right? A huge, huge part of that. And so to have somebody who's been in our community, who was on the Babylon JS forum, kind of reach out and say- I think I want to write a book for us. It's like, oh my gosh, this is full circle. This is the community feeding what, back what, what to you What should we do? Where should yeah. we sign? How do we, how do, where, how do I sign up? Yeah, it's, it's it, it yeah, was so. like,
2: how do we find a way not to say yes too quickly, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And so that,
0: that's incredible, Josh. So that's a, a you obviously packed publishing. Kowstab basically said, okay, cool. After meeting, it seemed like there was some mutual interest and then the ball started rolling.
2: Yeah, the ball started rolling from there. Uh, I knew that with the book that I was writing that I'm not an expert in game programming or 3D development and things like that. I I mean, I, I know that going in. So to pretend like I was otherwise and to present myself as some type of like, oh, I'm some authority here. I know what I'm talking about. That would be just silly and it wouldn't be genuine and it would just flop. It would suck. So I decided that the best way to approach that was to just really lean into that and say, all right, I know that there are a lot of people like me out there who may know some degree, you know, to one level, have experience with software development, with even with JavaScript, or maybe even even a little bit game development. Maybe it's Unity or Unreal or something. But either way, they want to get more involved and they want to leverage what they know with learning something new. So that was sort of the the, the genesis of the approach that I wanted to take yes. with the book. Uh, you know, And as well, of course, I wanted to make sure that folks who were just completely new to all of that, who were maybe on the... Uh, 3D art or graphics side they feel comfortable and have a way to you know get involved on making their own creations come to life because to me that is the most exciting thing about BabylonJS JS community is just how much it really enables uh, your imagination so much it, it's crazy
0: so, so i have one anecdotal story to share here which is uh, david do you remember josh's very first idea so this is as we're
1: Oh God, talking i, I my books. gosh yes, I, yeah. I
0: do oh yeah i do <laughs> Okay. Okay. So hold on. I oh, do remember. Josh, I love I'm you. I'm that. gonna embarrass you just a little bit. Okay. So no, in this I, please, meeting, dude, this is a good Josh, one. This... Josh is saying, like "Hey, I'm interested in writing a book." We're like, "Great. What could it be about?" And Josh goes, "Well, what do you think about? Do you think the community would be interested in simulations?" And I'm like, "Sure. Like what? Why not? Sure. <laughs> let's admit. So Josh has built on his own free time <laughs> what I can only describe as <laughs> a mathematically accurate simulation of the universe, yes. like oh, of right. gravity and pulse wave modifications with black holes. And I mean, I'm telling you, astrophysics level simulation here. And Josh goes, hey, do you think people would be interested in this? And I'm like, I'm too stupid to talk to you. Like, I I can't even understand what I'm seeing here. And so Josh graciously, graciously agreed to knock it back a step, to, 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 so the book could be approachable to people who are maybe a little bit more beginning their coding journey, let's say.
2: <laughs> Clearly, my pitch uh, went over well. No, it was great. <laughs> no, it, it, no, I, I think it, it, your, your feedback was completely on point. But like, it, it was like the, the, it was great that I had that idea and I had the application already sort of there and stuff like that. But it wasn't a great sort of play, basis to, to build a book off of. I just, it, it, it was not. <laughs> I think there's also the genesis to one of the other things that ended up uh, bedeviling me through the rest of the book was you know, coming up with an entirely new concept yeah. and building that along with yeah. the book at the same yeah. time.
0: Yeah, because you're like, well, if I can write a book about a platform I've used using something I've already built... It's fantastic, Fantastic. yeah. 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 But instead we arrived at, let's start from scratch and then learn how to write a book and let's start from scratch on writing a game, so. I said I was
2: pretty eager to get to yes, didn't I?
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, to say it worked out well would be, I think, an understatement. So maybe, maybe, Josh, you could talk a little bit about, you know, as you're kind of starting up, brainstorming the ideas of the space truckers game that's covered in the book and just getting the ball rolling of organizing your thoughts. Maybe you could talk to us a little bit about what role did both the dev team, core dev team, and also the community play in helping you formulate those thoughts and even bring the book to, to fruition.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that, that's great because the community, as you, you kind of alluded to, has really been a great pat, part, not just an asset for creating but book, that, that, sort of, uh, that sort of makes it like a very cold, sterile thing. They've been a very, part of the blood, uh, you know, the, the, the lifeblood of the book is from the community. So uh, from the very earliest time, uh, you know, I think it was actually in that initial pitch meeting when we ditched the Gravwell concept, we brainstormed and came up with the space truckers concept. I think I was reaching there. Uh, you know, I was really reaching. I didn't, want, I didn't want you guys to tell me no, but I knew I had to come up with an idea. I'm like, uh, what it's about- funny, we were
0: thinking the same thing. How do we make sure he, we don't discourage this guy? <laughs> <yet? laughs>
2: yeah, I'm thinking, okay, so what, 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 what can I pitch him? About, about a desert bus in space. Yeah. Boom. Like boom. It. Deal we've done. Done. <laughs> <And> done. Okay. <laughs> and that's how, and honestly, that's kind of how space trackers came, came about. It was desert bus in space, but hopefully not too boring and more educational.
0: <laughs> I remember you had very early on in your pitch process, you were thinking like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of inspired by like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And when you said those words, it was just like done, done, we're good. Let's let's stop, go. Stop like, there. Stop there. there. Yeah. <laughs> it kinda so it, yeah, it was definitely I, ha-
2: I had an aesthetic in mind uh, with the game. Uh, very much takes the sort of the the cheekiness of Borderlands and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and uh, sort of mixes that with the blandness of Desert Bus, and um, in, in a little bit in a humorous way. You know, it would be the idea. Uh, definitely not something that takes itself very seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For <laughs> sure. that, that, that's that's definitely key to it is not taking myself or the game very seriously. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> and,
1: and maybe to uh, to accrue to the question, you use the community um, by posting questions there, like well while, while you were working on the book, right?
2: Yes, yes, many questions posted uh, many great answers and great assistance from the community, both the community and the dev team, I might, I, I should say, too, because uh, the, while the community was very key in helping ideate a lot of the space truckers principles, uh, you can find some of the uh, community-contributed uh, concepts for uh, concept art even in yes. the uh, repo yes. there. And you know, that, that, that was always very exciting <laughs> to me, even when it wouldn't match necessarily what I was thinking, my vision, and granted, keep in mind, I don't know, uh, I'm not an art director, so like I'm just, I just know, oh, that that looks cool, or man, eh, that doesn't look as cool. So you know, no no wants whatsoever. But uh, <laughs> you know, getting that from the community was w- was amazing, and getting, you know, it, I, I'd be really thrilled anytime I'd see a new post pop up. But then it was really the the dev team that came through when it, the technical details and the nitty gritty started getting uh, getting in front of me. That was where the dev team was really just. Uh, amazingly generous with their time and attention. That was it was I was I was just really gratified for how much how much they were there for me on that. I mean, I could ping up uh, Jason or Renan or uh, or one of the one of the folks on uh, Teams and say, Hey, I, this thing with the inputs uh, device it ain't working the way that I think it should or the way the docs say it should. Can you take a look at it? And you know, I just get a response. I mean, or I could post on the forum. I, there was just so much responsiveness. I think it was it was very gratifying to and very, very helpful too.
0: Good. That's definitely a joy to, to my heart to hear for sure. I think, uh, I think I'll speak on behalf of the entire dev team. When I say, we know it was a long process, uh, to, to write such a, such a thick book, but, um, yeah, the, the, the contribution that we were able to play hopefully brought it to a point where you you felt like it, it really resonated with the, the greater readership, greater community. And I think the response has been Pretty positive. I mean, I know a lot of people were there to support you on launch, and how, how's the reception of the book been? Oh, uh, did it work?
2: I will. Well, so uh, I'll start with sort of like the the, the 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 objective facts here. So on Amazon, I think it has a uh, three point nine or what was it five or four almost 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 full stars. There's been a couple cool. less than positive reviews, but uh, most but uh, all the rest have been very positive. Uh, Sales-wise, it was actually number one spot in web and 3D uh, programming for some time. I, I'm not—it wasn't Whoa. that long. I'm, that, that, I'm not going to pretend a, it was a long time, but it was some time. That's I'd so say it was the number one bestseller on Amazon. Uh, <laughs> what that actually yeah. translates out to in numbers? Well, much more modest than that. I mean, it, as it turns out, it doesn't take a whole lot to become a bestseller. Um, in total, uh, the book sales, I, I don't have the exact number of units that have been shipped uh, off the top of my head here, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of seven or 800, I want to say. Oh, gosh, and, that's good. Yeah. And, and I have to tell you, that exceeds my expectations by… 700 people? Yeah. At least. Yeah, wow. Well, maybe even a 1,000, I mean, yeah. depending on you know how they're accessing and reading it. I mean, my expectations, I, I would have been happy if 20 people read that book, like yeah, outside yeah. of gosh. my immediate family because, of course… Actually, no. My immediate family hasn't read the book. So. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: your immediate family is way more into 3D than mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not, degree, not, 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 not for even sure. a bit. So,
2: <laughs> 20 people would have been great, and to have even 100, that far exceeds, you know, what what I expect. I mean, people actually are, you know, picking up something I wrote and finding hopefully utility in it. Of seems. <laughs>
0: of course. Yeah, that's, that's cool. incredible. Yeah, and exactly. you know, it's 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 interesting. One thing that I I want to embarrass you again a little bit about in a positive way here is. I think you're probably one of the more patient people that I've met in my, my life because you're actively learning how to write a technical book. First yes, time you've done page. that. I know where you go. You know the Babylon platform, but you're also learning more about it much deeper to be able to teach it because you got to know something to teach it. And while you're doing this, while you're learning and writing your book and structuring it all, you're doing it on a platform that is actively changing, if actively every, evolving
1: every single day I mean, yeah, we shipped was... enemy right yeah while you yeah. we were still working on the book right we shipped yeah. the node material editor <laughs> or while working
0: the, on the book was the the gui editor was another one like he had a whole chapter ready to write the babylon gui and how you'd write the gui out in code and then it's like ta-da yeah. we have a gui
2: editor hey, guess what? we have a new tool <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 there were a few of those coroutines i mean and all of them oh, were yeah. welcome developments i mean and that's and, and that, that's why it was a pleasingly frustrating experience. Yeah, uh, I know well It's a complete oxymoron, but <laughs> no, pleasingly <well> frustrating <laughs> because I love seeing all these great features get released. Frustrating because I really wish I could go back and incorporate I, that, and you know, ta- and really kind of blow the horn and show people that sort of thing. Yeah. And it, so that beg you know, question. If, I just know, though, if I ended up doing that, it's sort of a recursive chain and you never finish that. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but, but that
1: beg a question, where is the second edition then in this case? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I, that been, I have been uh, uh, doing some work on that. Some, uh, I, I won't say that it's, I mean, there's a lot of work to do on it. And one of the things I'm trying to figure out is how do I update the book and, uh, you know, correct the things that I want to correct and add the things I want to add without actually writing an entirely new book
1: yeah yeah exactly right you just have to be late on that <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Iterate, but you know what
2: you guys keep releasing so much new features and so much awesome things how do how do you not how do i not cover the node geometry editor how do i not cover i agree well. how do you not yes. i i mean i could go on for hours i mean it's <laughs> you know every time i see a new release on the on github for babylon i'm, I'm glancing through the you know the the change set on there <laughs> I'm there's always like something in there that i'm just like dang that is oh that is awesome they got that in there
0: yeah
2: well thank you the fact hey, you th- have a, and 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 a moving th- target
1: yeah, you yeah. have NME in, so I will not feel good if I was you if I don't have a version with NGE in as well right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You got the materials right.
0: now. You need the geometry.
2: <laughs> exactly, because because actually we so I covered I think all of the different editors except geometry uh, and animation curve editor in the book. Yeah. And so it, it's great how the team has has developed these editors with. And this goes through the, the post that you put in the, the the forum the other day asking how people are using it you know I, I, one of the things I love about the editors is that they're consistent experiences from the developer point of view yeah, yeah. Uh, you know I, I don't necessarily need to know how to use the node geometry editor the same way I can use the the node material editor but I know how to use it programmatically I can ingest that data and I can make use of it without necessarily needing to know all the details of it and as a developer that's the that's sort of the sweet spot right there yeah. you can get Into a workflow with artists and designers where they're just handing you new snippets and you're putting them in there, and you don't necessarily need to get into those details. So,
0: as you're diving in and you start to learn all about Babylon and you're seeing all the latest updates and everything, let me ask you a question. No right or wrong answer here. You can be bluntly (laughs) honest with us. What? It's a trap. It's a trap. Just. It's not a trap. Oh oh, yeah, (laughs)
2: I'm looking at Rack Bar right right now. They're telling me it's a trap. (laughs) Not a trap. What? in your
0: opinion, is the greatest thing you would love to see come to Babylon JS that we're still missing? Oh, it's a top for me, actually. Okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> David, what's your weekend going to look like?
2: <laughs> yeah, let me think here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if I had to pick spot. one thing that... It, oh, that is tough. because Because there's so many places where it's you know, it's not necessarily a Babylon JS limitation. It's like a browser limitation where, you know, browser standards haven't caught up. You know, WebXR is a great example of that, yeah. where I'd love to see, you know, native WebXR on iOS devices. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, <laughs> but that's not realistic. That's, I mean, that,
0: that's- oh, Well, that's, we could certainly fight for it. Whether they listen or not, we don't know.
1: Right, right. So, I mean- I'm gonna stay politically correct. <laughs>
2: I, yeah, just from a real from a, from a realistic standpoint, that's not something we're likely to see anytime soon, especially with Vision and that whole and that product line coming out. Apple's not going to be very interested, unfortunately, in making that a priority. I don't think.
0: Well, it's interesting. The Vision Pro does support WebXR, and we've tested Babylon uh, in the emulator, and it and you know we're, we're happy to say that it works. Um, I think there's a degree though of to what what feature expectation do you have? So like, while VR works, we think that some of the AR AR features of of WebXR aren't quite supported yet. And so I think, you know, to give Apple some credit, I think that they are making uh, some deployment, some progress into the area of open standard around WebXR, but how long it will take to have full support for the entire spec, we don't know, we don't know
2: it's yeah yeah, it it involves unlocking their access to the underlying their underlying graphics hardware which is tough to imagine them doing and yeah
0: there's an app ecosystem that at play that we all know is is exactly It,
2: it it if they do that it really kind of opens the gates on their entire walled ecosystem concept and that's why it's not likely in my mind yeah so it, last question for you real quick. It is yeah. holiday season. We're, we're ah. getting into
0: that world. And I would love to know what is the best holiday gift you've ever given or received?
1: Ideas All for right. people.
0: Ideas for people.
2: <laughs> I mean, the best holiday book that you could ever give somebody else yes. would be a copy exactly. of Going the
1: Distance. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
2: That would be the best gift. I agree um, with you. Perfect plug. But if you already have a copy, buy another one. Right. right. For your
0: family, family, For your family. Yeah. I mean, you know As we've established, they... all family members Love 3D oh, on the who? web yeah.
2: Who doesn't, and who doesn't Either, there's great stories in the book uh, Amusing anecdotes Yeah Even funny shenanigans And we promised <laughs> there would only be shenanigans later on So we'll just keep them in the book <laughs> um, The best gift I've ever gotten I would have to say Is um, oh gosh man i i had a couple of good ones here on this one but uh I'm, I'm gonna have to say it was um i you know i'm just looking at maybe it's just because i'm looking at it right now but this book right here is a uh, uh-huh. on, uh uh-huh. woodworking hand tools and uh paul sellers is uh if anyone is familiar with him i jason's nodding his head because he is yep. uh this guy's the og you know hand tool woodworker guy he's one of the last Remaining, you know, woodworking masters, you know, from you know, journeyman apprentice type style that's around, you know, uh, and so he tries to he trying to teach folks how to do that stuff. And I do it as a hobby because I want to kind of stay active and such. And uh, it's just it's just a beautifully done book. So that's one of the best gifts that I've gotten. That's awesome. The uh, best gifts I've given, gosh, I mean, now that I've you know spent like five minutes talking about that, I'm gonna seem like a jerk when I talk about. <laughs> it, it, it was a it was a gift card. Yeah. Good. Uh, Good. Perfect. <laughs> Good one. Very personal. Very intimate. No, it's fine. It's
1: fine. Yeah. And what would you, would have you to, be, so, it have to, to be a you you box you? that
2: I made uh, for my wife uh, a couple of, more than a couple of years back, not five or six years ago. Now it was um. Like a just a little dovetail jewelry box, and uh, one of the sides broke in on it, and so I kind of uh, went with it and made it a flawed jewelry box. It was a uh, what do they call it? Uh, not vintage, um, rustic looking. Yes. Rustic,
0: rustic. looking. Oh, I okay.
2: like it. I rustic. Like it. But yeah. I bet,
0: I bet she greatly appreciated it.
2: She really did like it because it didn't look like it doesn't look like a regular box. It's more like a piece of art. That's awesome. Yeah, of
0: course.
2: Yeah. I quite love that. I quite yeah. love and, that. And so
1: you, Jason, what was the best gift you ever received?
0: Well, I can tell you, uh, I can tell you the one that is the best annual gift because I get a gift every year from my wife. That's actually a gift that our entire team benefits from, uh, which is oh a dad, gosh, dad no joke way. of the day no, uh, calendar. <laughs> and so uh, I actually have two of them because we didn't get through last year. So uh, every morning at standup, uh, our morning standup team meeting, we get to hear dad jokes uh, courtesy so of the. So that's where
2: they come from.
0: Yeah. Well, that's wait, where wait. some of them come from. Yeah. Wait. i know that's why i didn't say anyone i i respected the i respected it i respected it i I want to
1: share with the community who is listening some inside information of the babylon team every year at microsoft in october we have what we call the give give giving campaign so technically employees are encouraged to give to causes they believe in right and microsoft most of the time will uh, double that so let's say this year, I, g- I gave some money to Wikipedia, right? And so Microsoft gave as much as I gave, right? So it's a good, interesting stuff. And to make that fun, we have several events. One of them is the auction. So the auction are personal stuff that people do, and,
2: and they you can hats, buy them. Uh, earrings, yeah, custom earrings. Like
1: if I was Josh, I could have offered my book. Like People yeah. can buy my book, and instead of giving me the money, they give it to a cause. Microsoft a crew. So at the end of the day, it's, it's a positive stuff. This year... Somehow I manipulated Jason and he offered one month of no joke. Like literally he said, for whoever wants to pay, I will engage to not do a joke for a, a month. And because I am a good guy, I bite that bullet for the entire Babylon team. I paid 350 bucks that I gave to Wikipedia, right? So Wikipedia appreciated. That is a For steal. Jason to shut up
0: for a month about his crappy joke that no one can bear anymore guess what guess what the calendar has not had a joke told since november 3rd oh that's so how you honored, keep track of it that's i how... have honored oh. the jokes i have honored two, two it days. Two today's buddy in two days you're technically just... that one we were actually behind technically it's december 9th that's when the dad jokes get to come okay. flying and had you done it intelligently you would have said yeah i can't keep a backlog of all the jokes but guess what
2: I did not, but is listen, it oh, for you got to of that mind print there, David. Ah, that's why it was only 350.
0: So come yes. that's come that's December, so
2: 9th. Come December
0: 9th at our morning standup, it's just going to be a fire hose of like jokes, ten, jokes. 10 jokes per day. That's right. That's exactly but the,
1: right. All the team members privately pinged me and told me, thank you, David, you saved our mental health. That's not true. That that's is a fabrication. True. That, that is for false. Everyone.
0: That is false. Uh, I, I deny that that's the truth. Well, Anyways. let's do this. Let's let's call it a podcast. Josh, thank you so much for joining us. I do want to do one final plug to the book, which is if you're interested in Babylon.js, if you're interested in learning a new, interesting technology platform, check out his book. It's called Go in the Distance with Babylon.js. And I want to say one more tiny thing about it. My personal favorite thing in the book is not just reading and learning and going on the journey of how to understand Babylon. Josh also ends every single chapter with an additional things to think about to challenge you to potentially do with the, summary, the concepts yes. that you just learned. Yes. So there's a summary of what you learned, and then there's a how you can take it even further. And each one of those summary ideas has got my yep. yeah. The extended topics make my brain spin every time, and I love it. So Josh, thank I you for to the
2: fun part to the right.
0: thank you for writing the book. Thank you for the energy and passion you've poured into the community and you continue to pour into the community and just, yeah, thank on behalf of everybody. Thanks for what you do. Thank you very much.
2: Yes. Thank you guys for having me. And thank you for all that you do for the community as well. I mean, uh, you know, I wouldn't have much to write about if it weren't for y'all. So keep up the good work.
0: We'll continue to frustrate you as you continue to write yes. books. How about that? And then continue <laughs> to have new I,
2: features. Thank you. I, I, I th- There's no other way I would want to be frustrated. <laughs> for, for,
0: for, for. Thank you, John. Uh, thank you, John. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you
2: later. Bye-bye. Bye.